Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. Wow. And I am Tim. Tom, you really jazzed things up this yeah, week. Yeah, well, you know what, Tim? Uh, it felt like it was time. Such range with your voice. <laughs> yeah. It can it can do all kinds of different yeah. things. Yeah. me, I didn't even know it was you. Yeah. It's like, uh, that's Sammy Davis. That was Sammy Davis Jr. impression you were no, doing, No, right? no, no. I'm really? Because yeah. it sounded just like him. How would you know? Because I'm a huge Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, fan. but you never met him. Sounded different in real life. Yeah, I'm just saying what I knew Sammy <laughs> Davis Jr. to sound like is what you sounded when like. When did Sammy Davis Jr. die? I'm going to say 1994. Uh, there's the uh, one uh, thing <laughs> I, I can use Siri for. Yep. Siri, when did Sammy Davis Jr. die? Let me think about that. Sammy Davis Jr. died on Wednesday, May 16th, 1990. 1990. And a Wednesday. Yeah, that's died important. on a Wednesday. <laughs> Why does she tell you what day of the week it was? Just bragging. She's like, I have an encyclopedic knowledge of all the day. I'm like Mary Lou Henner. Do you think Siri's <laughs> just Mary Lou Henner? Oh, yeah, I always forget Mary Lou Henner's got, like, a, a, a photographic memory. How do we go all this time <laughs> just being like, hey, Mary Lou Henner's just this, like, lady She's that She's, like, we, one like, of eight people in the world that has this specific type of memory. She can remember memory. everything from every day of her life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you ask her, like, uh, June 6th. What'd you have for lunch? 1976. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, well, that was a Tuesday, and, yeah. uh... I was on the set of Taxi. <laughs> Usually, it's I'm on the set <laughs> yeah. of Taxi. Well, if you yes, during the 70s, yeah. yeah. Then that, she kind of gets a pat. Like, I could, d- I know where Mary Lou Henner was most days in the 70s on the set of Taxi. I mean, I don't think she worked, like, I think it Most taxi- days, I bet, I bet more often than not, I bet if you guessed she was on the set of Taxi or she was sleeping, you'd be right. Well, you could be like, "Oh, did you sleep that day?" That's 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 a cold reading technique, Tom, <laughs> that I've learned. Oh well, we don't want to get to uh, to that stuff just yet. Tim. No, 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 we don't. Uh, but what did you want to talk about up top? You had, you had something you wanted to say. Do to you know? Yeah. Do you know? World. Do you know people uh, that? Oh, first of all, last mm-hmm. week we did an episode about the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Um, well, it was Foo Fighters week. Yeah, it's Foo Fighters Week here on the Complete Guide to Everything. So, of course, we had to. Yeah. Uh, Some people, uh, I got some very nice tweets. Some people really liked it. It was a a divisive episode. Yeah, some people said some of the meanest things. (laughs) Some people lied and said that they've never heard a Foo Fighters song. That's impossible. That's fine. And I'm not going to, we're not going to talk about the Foo Fighters right now, Tom. It's not Foo Fighters Week. Foo Fighters Week is over. Yeah. Another Foo Fighters Week in the record books. Yep. The first <laughs> annual and last annual Foo Fighters week here. Well, you never know. Um, all I'm saying is if somebody puts out an episode... No, I said tweet badly at us if you want. You know what I think the problem was, Tom? What? You, mm-hmm. in order to hype it, yeah, said that it might be our <laughs> most boring episode ever. <laughs> yeah. Which we have funny ways of hyping things, <laughs> right. which we should probably talk about uh, another time. But... I think you gave permission mm-hmm. for people to really uh, talk badly. Uh, nobody really said anything that badly to me. Well, Maybe it's just you. Maybe was, it had nothing to do with the topic. Was it? Were we mean? Some people were like, uh, "I can't believe you added the band uh, on on the tweet 
Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, who, I thought we were. We said they were the, the our favorite band twenty years ago. <laughs> well, and also that band is not looking at their Twitter reply, and then they're not Richard Marks. They don't have time to exactly. uh, to to go in there and be like, oh, let's see what uh, some people said about Richard us. Marks. To his credit, mm-hmm. listen to our entire episode yeah. about Richard Marks yeah. within eight hours of us posting it. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you? And it was not complimentary. It was on my part. It wasn't on yours. You were the real dick. I mean, I was just being honest. <laughs> no. Well, so was I, Tim. I was speaking from the heart. Yeah. Speaking my truth about Richard Marks. Speaking my truth? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? That's Have you been like, now, reading Tim. some books? Uh, some Tim, I've been hanging out in the New Age section. Oh, brother. And I got a, a New Age for you. Wait, is that my truth is a thing? People say that, yeah. That's, that's a, that's Speaking your truth. Yeah, that's not proper, though. There is only one truth. The one person does not have a truth. Well, Tim, maybe you've heard of uh, uh, that uh, what was it, Van Halen album, Three Sides to Every Story. Is that a Van Halen album? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I just remember when I was a kid. I think it was Van Halen, but it was after like uh, uh, Sammy Hagar and, uh, and uh, David Lee Roth and everything. And uh, they put it on an album. They're like, this this album is called like Three Sides to Every Story because there's always three sides to every story. And there's three people in this band. And this album has three sides. And as a kid, that did not. I was like, how does the tape have three sides? Like, I got to just out of curiosity. I got to pick up this tape, see what it's like, see what kind of manufacturing technique they use to make a three sided tape. Uh, but I think they were just uh, speaking metaphorically. Probably. Yeah. Or like the fourth side was blank. Oh, I see. Like two. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be kind of cheating. If they just put out a three-sided tape and they were like, yeah, it doesn't fit in your tape layer. Tough shit. We told you there's three sides every story. It only plays in a Pono. Yeah, Pono's three-sided. Yeah. Um, But what were we talking about? The Foo Fighters? Oh, I wanted to. I had something to talk about. Oh Tom. yeah, yeah. You ever talk to somebody, and this usually happens with people that like aren't the greatest people, and they're talking to you, and you. Yeah, you're probably. I probably have an example. Probably happens to me every week, around the same time. Tom, I just you're just unnecessarily mean to me sometimes. <laughs> I think you're just very sensitive. You're talking about who are you talking the about? The people on Twitter being mean to you. Uh, now you're saying I'm being mean to you, which is ridiculous. I've never been mean to you. Well, when you're talking to someone like uh, that you have to be talking to, and then somebody says, like, you know me, and then, like, uh, <laughs> says something about themselves, right? You know that? Yeah, that's not... Wait, you don't like that? No, when <laughs> the, the second part of that sentence uh-huh. is always... Overly flattering, yeah, and not true. <laughs> like you know, it's it often happens. You know at work. me. I love charity work. <laughs> yeah, or like you know me. I just like to get uh, my work done early, so nobody else has problems. Yeah, that you know me. Happen. I like to stay out of it. Yeah, no, that's not true. We wouldn't be having this conversation if you wanted to stay out of it. Yeah, it's just a it's just a <laughs> crappy thing to so say. Do you, is this uh? Uh, is this directed at somebody out there? <laughs> will, will the person know that you're, who you're talking about? No. Is I, that what you're using this podcast for now? <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> real-life subtweets. You know about subtweets, Tom? Mm-hmm. 
I bet you've uh, directed some at me. No, but you, I don't you, read your tweets. No, so. <laughs> you did that one where everybody thought you were talking about me. What did I say? Um, I don't know something about like uh, uh, superheroes or something. Sure. <laughs> anyway, Tom, you could tell it's a it's a summertime episode when it's so hot in here that <laughs> the <laughs> first no ten minutes just make no sense. Yeah. We don't talk about anything. Hey, hey, the. Uh, the train of thought uh, took off uh, 10 minutes ago, and we both missed our rides. <laughs> it's so hot in the city. There's a heat wave. Every 10 minutes, my computer's going, ding, heat advisory. I'm like, I know. Wait, your computer gives you heat advisory? Yeah. The, the new, I get, well, my writing computer's uh, a Windows computer. I got that new Windows 10, and it tells you when there's heat advisories every, every five minutes. That seems unnecessary. Apparently. Well, I almost went outside. Here's the thing. You ever go to like a show or a concert or something and then it's like quiet mm -hmm. and then everybody in the room gets an amber alert at the same time? No, I you know what? I've thought about that that will start happening, but uh but it, uh, I haven't been in a place where it's happened yet. Yeah, it's happened to me like two or three times where it's just like uh you know, everybody's quiet, everybody's Where are you hanging point. out where there are all these amber alerts, Tim? I don't like this crowd you're hanging out with. I mean, it's just a geographic thing, Tom. Well, it's not, sounds they don't like you're in the same geographic area where uh, people are getting kidnapped. Correlation, causation, Tom. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Uh, does it make that same uh, emergency broadcast sound? I'm not going to make it because we'll get fined. Y oh, yeah. I don't think I don't think they care I about podcast. No, I, I can, don't think anybody cares I can, about podcast. I can perfectly mimic it with my mouth. So it's, I won't. it's better than your Sammy Davis Jr. impression. <laughs> if you can even imagine that. Yeah. Um But does it make that emergency broadcast sound? Yeah. Yeah. So it, all that does is inspires listen. <laughs> inspires what? Inspires me to more kidnappings? No, to go into my settings and turn off Amber Alerts. Yeah. So it's just like, well, thanks a lot. You put an annoying noise and you, you, you send it out while people are at the symphony, for Christ's sakes. Is that what happened to you? Tim, you go to the symphony. Let's, let's <laughs> just assume I was at the symphony. Uh -huh. I like high-class things. Yeah. And, uh, and what do people do? They, they, they turn a blind eye because you, you came on too strong. And let's be honest, Tom. You ever been driving and you're like, uh, oh, there's a silver alert or there's an amber alert and you're What's on the highway? What's a silver alert? It's when an elderly person <laughs> gets on the loose or, something, or not like gets on the <laughs> loose. <laughs> but like when they can't find an elderly person. Yeah, okay. So when, when an elderly person's missing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they get on the loose. Well, if it's a prisoner, if if it's a an elderly prisoner, yeah, sure. If, if somebody escapes from the old age prison, that's also a silver alert. That's a silver alert with a bullet. <laughs> bullet number one. Yeah. But uh, you ever driving and uh, like, like look out for an old Oldsmobile? There's an Olds driving it. Yeah, I mean it's not even that. Usually it's always like silver alert or amber alert, and then it's like Honda Civic. To yeah, Honda Civic. Yeah. And you're on the highway. With 8,000 other Honda Civics, right. you're in a Honda Civic yourself. But you're like, well, sorry, everybody. Uh, we've got to hunt, this, hunt yeah. this missing person down. So I just feel like, I don't know, it's a good thing. I'm not, I'm not dissing Amber Alerts, but I've never felt like now I'm, part of, now I'm part of the solution here. Now I'm equipped with the tools. 
I'm going to crack this thing. Well, a lot of people would say people like you are what's wrong with society. Would you be one of those people, Tom? No, I would. Tim, why would I say something? What would you say to your critics who say that? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm always, uh, well, I'm really driving a car. That's so, true. Uh, nah, it doesn't really happen to me. I mean, I guess I get the alert. I don't think I get the alerts, actually. I have the my cell phone carrier. I don't think they care. I think they're like, well, no, nah, we'd have to hire somebody to handle that stuff. Forget it. Because it's carrier-based. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's up to them. You're riveting, Tom. <laughs> Tell me more about that. The it's up to them. They're the looking Amber at alert. these kids and old people saying, like, yeah, I don't know. Tom... Yeah. We're, we're, Tom, we both saw a magic show. Yeah, not together. No, at different times. The same show, not together. Yes. Penn and Teller on Broadway. Yes. Tom, I've been trying to see Penn and Teller since I was a little kid. Me too. I uh, wasn't. I mean, I haven't really been trying. I have been. I've been on the look at. Well, have you gone to Las Vegas? They do eight shows a week. No, I mean, <laughs> that seems like. I'm not a surefire way to see them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible. Right. But you've wanted to. You haven't been trying, but you've wanted no, to. No, when I was a little kid, I tried to see Penn and Teller and What'd I was you do? told did I was sneak not out allowed the house? to. No, I I what I did is I asked my parents, <laughs> "Can I go to this?" and they clearly did not want to go. Yeah. Um and then one of my dad's coworkers saw it and he came home and he's like, he said it's just like a lot of blood and stuff. Wait, I, he came home? Your dad's co-workers live with you? No, my dad came home. Oh, okay. Tom, now you're just being obtuse. <laughs> did you not understand what I said no, when I no, said no, that? No, no, I did. You I did was, understand? Uh, I was being obtuse. Yeah. Do you know what obtuse means, Tom? It means too big, too wide. <laughs> it's the opposite of acute. Have another sip of your beer, you alky. <laughs> Um, and my dad came home from work. He's like, ah, my coworker saw it, and uh, he uh, knew all the tricks. He said it was bloody. Yeah, they used to do. Well, I guess this had some bloody tricks too. Yeah, just just one. <laughs> one extremely violent trick. Yeah. Um, and so yes, I have been trying to. Mm-hmm. When I was a little kid, I tried to see them. Well, that was the, the you know the time. It's not. Oh, sorry, Tom. I'm not gonna buy. Uh, a ticket to the worst city in the world. You don't know. You've dollars. never been to Las Vegas. I'm not a Vegas guy, Tom. You don't know. Maybe you'll Have go you there and you'll be I like, bet you wow. I love Vegas. You'd be like, wow. You like gaudy, luck, be a flashy lady. bullshit. <laughs> oh, it's vapid? Uh, I think it's worthwhile. Um, it's, you. it's you, Tom. No, I don't like gambling. Um, I'm interested in gambling... Uh, uh, like uh, on a surface level, I guess. Like I'm, I'm always interested in every. I would say probably every six months, I get the idea in my head that I should learn how to count cards. Yeah, but it's not worth it because you're. First of all, mm-hmm. your brain can't handle it. My brain can handle it, Tim. No, you need like concentration and stuff. You can't be a guy who's like, uh, I take three naps a day. <laughs> That's how I keep my concentration up. Okay. Uh, number two. Mm-hmm. As soon like they can spot a cow, uh, card counter, I wouldn't move my lips. In, it's not about moving the lips, Tom. It's about counting, the, and you probably would move <laughs> your lips too. Uh, uh, and uh, I'd keep my, I'd keep the the hands that I'm counting the cards on under the table, so they wouldn't know. Yeah, they got camera. They got. They cameras. have upskirt cameras there. Well, they're card counting cameras, Tom. 
So they count wink, cards. Wink, wink is what they oh, say. I see. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it, that's the, the lead, like, you spend so much time honing that craft. Yeah. But you still need and to. And your card counting career is so, so short. Well, you also need to, uh, uh, like, put in a substantial amount of money still, too. Yeah. Like, especially a- in the beginning, because then you're, you're just kind of, you know, like, playing hands just to count. Exactly. So, anyway. If you were doing that, if you were pulling that shit on a riverboat. Throw you right overboard, Tom. Uh, they throw you in those wheels. I was going to say, no, as long as they don't throw me in the wheels, yeah. I'd consider myself lucky. Yeah, no, you wouldn't be lucky. Some goon would throw you in the wheels of a, a riverboat. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it would work out okay, and How I'd just be ro- running on top of the wheels. <laughs> That's true, but there, you can only keep that up for so long. <laughs> How the hell do riverboats work? <laughs> those wheels are pushing water. Yeah, but what's turning the wheels? Uh, steam sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they were somehow <laughs> water-powered. Uh, I thought it was some sort of perpetual motion <laughs> right. machine. I was like, Why don't we use this for everything? Yeah, guys. Been sitting we've been on riverboats st- for hundreds of years. Been sitting on this uh, uh, free energy source. Um, so we saw Penn and Teller. Tom, mm-hmm. I've uh, I've been a big fan. I used to. You buy just those books. went. I went like uh, uh, probably two weeks ago. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the show? Out of ten stars. Out of ten stars, um, maybe a seven. I'd give it nine. Really? They messed up the first trick. Oh, really? You ever see a magic show, and uh. They mess up the trick? They mess up the trick, and you're like, oh, no, this trick is getting messed up. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out the trick wasn't being messed up. That was all, oh, oh, I can't, find your, I can't find your card. Oh, no, I guess the trick's all ruined. Hey, wait a minute, check your shoe. Yeah. And then the card is like, oh, man, it was in a, the, card, yeah, the correct card was in the trick. shoe. Yeah. I thought it was this, their first trick. Yeah. Uh, With the cell phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want to describe the trick to the audience before you perform it? I don't. I don't think that's that's. Uh, I think that's a violation of the magician's code, Tom. <laughs> Tim, for the hundredth time, you're not a magician. But I, I sure would like to be. <laughs> when I, I, I've I've long been an as- aspiring magician. Yeah. Can I tell you about that magic book I bought when I was a kid. I think so. It's from like the 1870s. Oh yeah, they didn't yeah, have yeah. Any pictures in it. <laughs> no drawings. It would stink if this whole time you were an aspiring magician and they were just about to let you in and they're like, oh, wait a minute. Now, this one time on a podcast, you gave away uh, how a trick was done. They you took broke s- the magician's code. Yeah, they took somebody's cellular telephone mm-hmm. and uh, they put it, uh, what she thought they lo- locked it in a box. Yes. They really put it in a bucket that was hanging over the stage that yeah. only the audience could see. Right, it was and, behind the person. Right. And then they, but uh, they didn't even do that. Then they pulled a double switch, mm-hmm. and the cell phone wound up under somebody's seat in the belly of a fish. Yeah. Um, and the dramatic thing was supposed to be, uh, they cut the fish open, mm-hmm. and they take the phone out. Yeah. And they have somebody in the audience that call it. Yeah, call mm-hmm. the phone to prove that it's the yeah. same phone. And when the phone came out of the fish, it was off, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I gotta boot it up," and then. They were like, oh, yeah, huh. And they were doing that thing, and I was like... Yeah, it I takes a while for uh, for uh, the phones nowadays to start. Yeah, and I was like, They're I not cannot... not meant to be turned off. I cannot... Again, you're so good with the 
back-end technology of, of, <laughs> of phones and stuff. Yeah. This is great. It's keeping everything moving, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just I'm, I'm the riverboat of the show. <laughs> I was. Uh, you're the wheel that keeps this riverboat turning. Going. Uh, big wheels keep on turning. <laughs> That's me. Twining, boining, <laughs> twining. Uh, and then, uh, so I'm, I'm like, when, what's the switch going to be? Like, that's not her phone. Her phone is going to be somewhere else now. Cause okay. like, yeah. And, it, and meanwhile, like, a bunch of stuff has already happened in this. Yeah. Trip. But the fact that the big payoff didn't happen, mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect that from Penn and Teller. And also, well, I mean, they can't control the phone. Like if the phone turns off. Yeah. But that screws up the magic trick. Like magic tricks are all about variables, right? Yeah. And so, like, they, that was a variable they didn't control. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the trick wasn't as good. Yeah. So that was the only weird part. Oh, okay. But that's the first trick, so off to a bad start. Yeah. It's like when you first see... what they say about it? You know what? I, I think they were a little flustered by it. Wow. Because uh, And Penn, those guys are pros. Penn, the big guy that talks, yeah. mm-hmm. he flubbed a line in the intro for the next trick. Because he was so rattled. I think he was rattled. I think when you come out the gate. Yeah. And also it turned out the woman that they picked was the director's wife. Ah. And she mentioned that when they came on stage. And then he was just like, wait, you're the wife of the director of the show? And he made a little joke about it, but you could tell he wanted to pick somebody else. Yeah, because then that looks. Yeah. And then they didn't. I think Teller was like, no, let's just keep this moving. Oh, he talked. No, he he did a. He did a thing that people say, uh, you know, when you want to say no to somebody, mm-hmm. you can just shake your head back and forth like this. When you want to say, oh. Yeah. That's so that's what Teller did. Oh, okay. He, uh, Penn said, should we pick somebody and else? And Teller no. did this thing where he turns his he, head. He shook no. his head no. Yeah. Um, little uh, magician insight. So I think Penn was a little miffed at Teller. Ooh. Now you told me that these two guys aren't friends in real life. Yeah, they're not. How is that? What do you mean? We're I mean, not we're friends. not friends, yeah. but that's but we're not magicians. Yeah. <laughs> if we had to practice, I could, I could tell do. you just got mad. <laughs> you were like, once again, you had to remind me that I'm not a magician. Look, I know a few magic tricks. I know more about magic tricks than you know. I'm more of a. Ma- I may uh, not be a magician, <laughs> but I'm more of a magician I than you. Beg your pardon. Do you have more you want to say about this Penn and Teller show? Uh, do you? <laughs> I mean, I uh, I was very excited to meet them afterwards. Oh. And we could pivot into this week's... Okay, this week's uh, topic, the topic at hand. The topic at hand, celebrity encounters, Tom. Mm-hmm. So I met, whenever I meet a celebrity... Yeah. I always think I'm going to be, like, the cool guy that, like, oh, I'm not going to be a bother. Mm-hmm. I'm always a bother. I'm just a, a, a vanilla, yeah. plain, run-of-the-mill fan. Yeah, I, when when I see you every week, you always bother me. For, no, I'm not. You're always like, can we get a picture? Can you sign this? Uh, my kid's a big fan. My kid... <laughs> Unfortunately, is a huge fan of yours. He <laughs> listens to the podcast, and he uh, he erases, you know, the kids with their computers. Yeah, he oh, can erase geez, yeah. my part don't, don't so easily. I don't. I know it. Yeah. So I mean, it's I. The only reason I'm posing for a picture is that 
he really wants it. No, I'm just hoping I can win him over. Look, look, I'm friends with this man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the autograph. Right with of, the man you like. Yeah. Um, it's so, uh, thus far has not worked. And you're, and you're very gracious to pose for those pictures with me. Well, the, anything for a fan, Tim. No, uh, again, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> right. So what were you going to say about, uh, uh, so you want to be cool to Penn and Teller? Yeah. So when I was a kid, I just wanted to show that I was a real fan, right? <laughs> so were you going to come up there like, uh, like, oh boy, this government, huh? Oh, because they're libertarians. Yeah. <laughs> was no. that how you were going to get in with them? No. And you said Ugh, that. Don't tread on me, huh, guys? You said that this one, uh, trick, trick. was just a libertarian rant that you yeah. really made you nervous. All they talked about is how the TSA stinks. Maybe they they uh, changed it up a little bit because he said he was flustered. Maybe cut his uh, cut his speech. Short. What was what was he just gave like a? Sp- it, it wasn't nothing offensive. It was just like long and uh, just kind of like, yep, nope, we get it. Like he just explained like the same thing over and over. Yeah. Again. Okay. Well, you got it. It's called uh, <laughs> driving the point repetition. Home. Repetition. <laughs> Uh, so I went up to them, and when I was a kid, I had all their books. Right. They came out with these books in the the 80s and the early 90s, uh, Penn and Teller's Cruel Tricks for Dear Friends. Oh, I don't think I ever saw those. Penn and Teller's How to Play with Your Food, uh-huh. and Penn and Teller's How to Play in Traffic. So I had and those. these and were I for kids? Those. Yeah, no, no. Oh. They were just for, I don't know. They were like in the humor section. I don't okay. know. And uh, like one of them, like one of the tricks in How to Play with Your Food, was how to stick a fork in your eye, mm-hmm. and it was you conceal a, a dairy creamer yeah, in your I know hand, that trick, yeah. and then you stick ah. a fork. I did that at uh, <laughs> my grandfather's birthday party uh-huh. when he was like old. <laughs> I I swear to God, I took several years off his life. I did that. He he had no idea why his grandson walked up to him <laughs> and jabbed a fork in his eye. Um, and then, like, I milk told you there was something everywhere. wrong with the boy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So I was gonna get. I a copy. warned you all. So I wanted to uh, to get a copy of this. Book. Oh, okay, to show that you were an old school fan. Yeah, and I was gonna have them sign it. Yeah, the book was at my parents' house mm-hmm. on Long Island. Yeah. Uh, I called up my parents because they were like driving. Like, they were, drive out to me. Bring me my book. No, no, they were going on a trip. Uh-huh. To Brooklyn? No, but past Brooklyn. Okay. And, like, the day before, and I was like, yeah, I really want to bring that. I, uh, Tom told me they stay and sign stuff after yeah. the show. I really want to get this yeah, book signed. I gave you a little insider insight. Yeah, and my mom, like, cut me off and was like, yeah, that sounds nice, but, like. <laughs> Bye. But that'd be weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bringing a book to that show. All right, see ya. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I love you. She's like, yeah, what? Okay. And then she hung up. That'd be weird. You don't want to be the weird guy there. <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> uh, that's now, was this the kind of thing, though, where you knew, like, where it was? Because I could understand if you're mentioning this and your mom's just like, I don't know where the hell this thing no, is. No, no. I haven't seen it, it in here, 30 th- years. This is what happened. I was like, oh, and I wish I could bring one of those books to get signed. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, that's right up in your bookshelf in your old room. Yeah. And then she saw, like, Oh no! I know yeah, where this is yeah, going. And then she's like, "Don't be a Poindexter, you idiot!" Goodbye. <laughs> Put all the pieces together. Yeah. And so uh, she, uh, so I went empty-handed. Mm. And so um, I'm meeting Penn and Teller, and you have to wait because yeah. they, they're and they're, I'm like, I'm gonna wait till people. the end. 
And then I'm like, you know what I'll do? Screw it. I'll go. Teller's talking to people, even though he's silent on stage. Yeah. Um, so I was like, this will impress him. I'll lie. And so I turned <laughs> to my girlfriend, and I'm like, I know you know I wanted to bring that book. Uh-huh. Because I knew they signed stuff. Yeah. I'm going to lie. Don't call me out on it in front of Teller, <laughs> the magician. <laughs> so Teller comes around, and we've waited 45 minutes while he goes to every and, uh, person. I'm like, I'm going to wait till the end, because this clearly he's going to want to talk to me for NBA, yeah. and I don't want him to feel like, oh, I have to go sign all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. This is pure Tim time. He's going to be like, oh, now I can talk to this guy. Well, and this is also uh, probably the first time it was relevant that you warned your girlfriend not to uh, call you out for lying in front of a magician. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're, I, I've overheard you a few times be like, look, if there ain't magicians there, don't don't call me out if you hear me lying. Just yeah. go along with it. Yeah. Because you're always wanting to impress magicians. I am always wanting to impress. Look, I, I don't look. I don't claim to be a magician. I just <laughs> claim to be more of a magician than you, Tom. You're not, Tim. Uh, uh, all right, we'll get into that later. <laughs> right. Uh, I think we might have to change the subject of this, this <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, maybe. But whatever. So Teller finally comes around. I don't have the book, but I'm like this. I go... Uh, He's signing something. I, was, I said, ah, I wish I knew you were signing things after the show. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I would have brought my copy. And, and at this point, you've been standing there for what? 20 minutes, probably? Like, oh, I wish I knew you were signing things. You've been watching him sign things. Yeah, no, but I said, like, before I came, Tom, he's not, uh, he understood what you didn't <laughs> understand. I was like, I would have brought uh, my copy of uh, Cruel Tricks for Dear Friends. I, I got it when I was like seven years old. And uh-huh. he went, he looked and like looked like he didn't know what I was talking about. He went, "Oh, cr- cruel tricks for dear friends, the book." Yeah, and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, that was some novelty book that he probably wrote for for like uh, in advance. They were capitalizing on their yeah. their early success. Yeah. He probably had nothing to do with that book. And also, the second thing is. Who has weird? It's not like that's gone into like multiple printing. It's not yeah. like you could, you Well, know. that was a thing. I yeah. thought he'd be like, wow, what a rare. If I had it there, it would be one yeah. thing I feel mm-hmm. like. Oh, I don't see this much, you yeah. know. But me talking about it. And then I remembered, <laughs> we're, this is a magician. How many weirdo fans? Yeah, like, all he's got is weirdo fans. Or like not... showing him tricks and stuff. There was one lady there. Uh, well, you can meet Penn and Teller in the lobby afterwards. Yeah. Standing in the corner. Clearly trying to be noticed by them, doing like uh, tricks with <laughs> scarves and oh, stuff. Oh, really? And it's just like, oh, oh no, lady, oh, don't do this. What do you? What do you think they're gonna do? There is no form of entertainment where that's uh, acceptable. Like you can't like wait for somebody after a concert and be like, I'm just gonna go in the corner and sing and yeah. <laughs> wait for them to hear me. But especially that. if you, you know. Th- yeah, having to bring props that just really. Yeah, it was a, it was a bummer. Then I walked over to Penn, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, uh, I'm not gonna try to make Lie any, to him again. any any small talk." What was interesting, Tom Penn and mm-hmm. Teller did not stand together in the lobby. Yeah, I noticed that too, but I thought that was kind of nice because that was kind of like, all right, an efficiency. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And then now more people can talk to us because yeah. you know there's more room. We're spread out a bit. Well, this was the end of them. You know, like I was one of the last people that went up there, and he was clearly not in the mood for anything. And he's like, 
Yeah, yeah, take a picture. And then, like, somebody else was like, hey, can I get a... He's like, yes, you can get a picture. Jesus, just come up and get a picture. Really? And I just went, you know, people, like, are just, like, a little intimidated by you. Yeah, he's a giant man. Yeah, he's he's a giant man, and he's, like, you know, a lot of people... And I was like, people are intimidated by you. And he just looked at me, and then I left. Tim, he could have made you disappear. I know. uh, You were playing with fire there. At that point, I wished he would. This week's episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is supported by Sidekick by HubSpot. With Sidekick, you can have powerful contact insight right in your inbox. Seamlessly integrated email tools for Gmail, Apple Mail, and Outlook. Receive live notifications when somebody opens and clicks on your emails. Sidekick installs in less than 25 seconds. And you can save, and, and it can save you up to 124 hours each year. Tom? What would you do with all that time, Tim? That's a day plus <laughs> another 100 hours. <laughs> that's some nice quick math there, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I'm here for. I've, I got my calculator out, and uh, I'm calculating all the you time. You can go on a vacation with that much time. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, you can go on a vacation, and also when you plan a vacation, you have to use emails. Yeah. Sidekick helps you with that, too. Yeah, so emails. it's going to save even more time. Yeah. Over 200,000 users trust Sidekick to help them maintain control over their inbox. So you can go to getsidekick.com slash everything to get your first month of Sidekick for free. That website, once again, getsidekick.com slash everything and you get your first month uh for free no strings attached Ooh. tom yeah uh i've had a great deal of celebrity encounters that i thought would be fulfilling uh-huh. and were not and now i'm of the mindset that I don't need to meet any famous people never ever meet, again never meet your heroes tim not even that it's not their fault mhm well, I, yeah, you're you're lying to them, and you know they're magicians. They know who's the most famous person you've ever spoken to. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's spoken back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, Arnold didn't speak back. I was just yelling at him at yeah. the street, not at him. Yeah, at him. <laughs> What happened? Cause I was you yelling really... with him. I, I left work for a while because uh, he was like doing a book signing. Uh, Why oh. didn't you just buy the book? Um, ah, it seemed like a whole to do. You met Dave Grohl at a at a <laughs> Foo Fighters <laughs> record signing. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know what? It was one of those things where I thought, like, uh, like oh, I'll just pop out there for ten minutes or so, see Arnold. Uh, you know, talk to him for a little bit and then I'll go back to work. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get in that big, huge line and then wound up just, I was there for a while just to see Arnold. Um, I don't know. Uh, the, the black eyed peas. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? The Millie or whatever. Millie. Vanilli. <laughs> Who's Millie? Uh, the, the one that does like a uh, martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I talked to him. I forget who. I think I talked to Will. I am because there's Will. I am. Mm-hmm. This was, I'm guessing, pre Fergie. It was pre Fergie, right before Fergie. And then there's just a couple of weirdos. Fergie was still in. What was she in? Wild Orchids. I don't know anything about. She was in one of those uh, like uh, girl groups. Yeah. Manufactured girl groups. 
Manufactured. <laughs> yeah. I like my girl groups, you know, to happen naturally. Exactly. Naturally occurring girl groups. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so really, Tom, mm-hmm. you don't seek out celebrities to speak to speak with. Um, you spoke to Nicolas Cage, did you not? Yeah. Uh, sp- spoke to Nicolas Cage. I accidentally insulted him. What did you do? Uh, I thought he was making a joke, and he wasn't making a joke. Uh, ab- about orchids. It was for uh, that movie adaptation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I've I've probably told this story on the podcast, but not in a while. But it, uh, I got to see that movie like months before it came out. It was great, but I had to go under the guise that I was a radio reporter. Uh, <laughs> That's what you get into a lot of things these days. As oh yeah yeah, uh, but I mean at least that's like somewhat legit. But uh, this was not legit at all. And um, I forget, I brought like a fake recorder with me, like something that looked like a tape recorder, but wasn't. Um, and this is in college. And I got to see the movie. I got to see the movie at the MPAA Theater in D.C. Ooh, where they rate all the movies. Where they rate all the movies and they go after all the pirates. Yeah. Um, so it was actually like a, a, a small but gorgeous theater. Very nice. And... Uh, Afterwards, uh, or the next day, had to go to the Four Seasons and interview all these people. Like uh, that was like part of the charade. And uh, uh, somebody asked about like, "Oh, did you do a lot of research on uh, orchids, Mister Cage?" And he's like, "Actually, I'm a an avid orchid collector." And I went, "Huh?" And he just. Dared through me. Yeah, and why did you laugh at that? Because I, why did I, why is Nicolas Cage an avid or like it sounded like a joke? He wasn't like, oh, actually, I'm uh, pretty interested. Noted lunatic, <laughs> uh, Nicolas Cage does something like that's not even that eccentric. Yeah, well, and it turned out like uh, uh, it came out like later that day or the next day that uh, he was getting divorced from uh, Lisa Marie Presley. Oh, man, and yeah. you just. Poured salt on the wound. Yeah, I think he was like that's on the happened. phone with you know her, like, "Oh, come on, baby, don't." I don't think that's the case. Yeah, and, and he's like, "I, I gotta go. I gotta talk to these reporters." But uh, this is a great impression. <laughs> but uh, uh, you just hang tight there, and uh, uh, I'm gonna make it up to you. I swear it. That's him as Tiny Elvis. That's him as Tiny Elvis. <laughs> okay, which is only. I mean, that's how he connected with uh, with Lisa Marie. Tiny Elvis. Tiny, well, that's, that was her dad. Her dad was full size Elvis, but uh, you know she married Tiny Elvis. <laughs> Said, "Look at that wedding ring. <laughs> that thing's huge." Dumbest thing ever, Tom. Yeah. Uh, you, who would you say? And is Spike Jones was there, and Charlie Kaufman. And they were both really in it. Charlie Kaufman seemed like a like a, a five year old put into a man's body and and forced to uh, live. What do you mean? Like he just—he was very weird and very awkward, and he dressed like a five-year-old. Uh, Spike what, Jones. What age do you think you dress as? Uh, like a seven-year-old, like a cool seven-year-old. Okay, yeah, I'd, I'd say that. Um, but Spike Jones was super nice, very nice guy, and that was a guy that, uh, like I, you know, I still love. Like, uh, I mean, we ran into Spike Jones <laughs> not too long ago, yeah. Tom. Yeah, well, it's just the circles we move in. Who do you think? I'm going to give you a list of four people, and they're all older white men. Okay. Uh, who do you think is the fa- most famous person I've met? 
Okay. These are the four contenders. I want you to rank these one, two, three, four. Now, are these all people you've met? Yes. Okay, but I have to say who I... I mean, I already know who the most famous person you've met is. Who's that? Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, probably. But is he more famous than Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys? Uh, yes. <laughs> Unequivocally, yes. Yes, but do more <laughs> no, no but. Hold on. Yes. Do more people know Bill Clinton than have been touched by Brian Wilson's music as musical genius of the Beach Boys? There are people who loved the Beach Boys uh-huh. and died long before Bill Clinton ever hit the scene. Yeah, but not that many people. What do you mean? You're talking you don't about think anybody like a, that was what, into like the Beach Boys died there? before 1992. So you're saying that enough people died during those like 30 years between yeah, man. It was the Beach Boys heyday and Bill Clinton becoming president. Yeah, heady times, man. As soon but as he was the 60s president. ended. President of the United States of America. Not before 1993, man. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Once you're president, and you're also forgetting, uh, you're not taking into account, you're thinking about all the people that died during those 30 years. What about how much the, po- the population of Earth grew? Yeah, but Probably they had all... another billion people during that time. But guess what, Tom? They all heard no, freaking they Surf all... and Safari, <laughs> California girls. No. Good vibrations, like, God only knows. People in like China and India where there were these m- b- explosive population growth, they do not. They did not hear the Beach Boys. People our age. You think they know Bill Clinton? They don't care. Who's the president <laughs> of China? They don't have a president, Tim. They're commies. Who's the head of China? Uh, Mao Zedong. You got me on that one. <laughs> um, no, but Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton's been, you know, Bill Clinton has been not laying as low as Brian Wilson did after the Beach Boys. Yeah, well, he's Bill Clinton was like, finally, I'm not president anymore. It's time for me to become more famous. That being president was holding me back. I could be so much more famous now. Bill Clinton. Well, this is good because the most famous. Would this change your opinion though if he had been in uh, was Hangover Two or Hangover Three, like uh, he was originally planned? Would um, then you uh, uh, accept that he's the most famous guy? Can I ask you a question? Yes. How does Zach Galifianakis get mm-hmm. away with the fact that, like, like he's well, you, rightfully so, he mm-hmm. is beloved. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Man, what a he seems like a a, a great guy, and he's really funny." Uh huh. When his body of work in terms of like movies, yeah. is so small. Yeah. And three of those films were the Hangover films. Like, how yeah, does and those he movies a- together have to make up like ninety nine percent of the you know tickets sold to anything with yeah, him. Yeah, people act like those movies are like war crimes. <laughs> and then, but Zach Val- Galifianakis, beloved, it, why do people understand with him? Well, oh, well, you know what? He made like so much money off him, and like he's not into that stuff, whatever. He, <laughs> he's, it's his job, man. I Whereas think, every other actor, it's like he's in a shitty movie. I hate him. I think, uh, I think that first one wasn't that bad, but it kind of like led to a genre of film. And yeah. then the other two, I didn't see the third one, but I saw the second one. I saw half of the second one. Terrible. I, couldn't, I, couldn't uh, it. I don't know. People, people got to make money. They get it. And you know what? But actually, here's the thing. People don't still, get it with other actors. Like who? 
Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> no, people like ridicule him for yeah. doing movies. Well, he's done a lot more bad movies than good, though. So has Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, but Nicholas Cage is in a, a new movie every other week. That's, That's the thing too. Keep swinging. I think if you're in like a small number of movies, and you're in you know those Hangover movies, but your every other movie you're in is like the indiest indie movie ever. Well, I guess not really, but no, that's not true at all. Yeah, and like Adam Sandler, he was great in Punch Drunk Love. I will uh, contend that he was great in Funny People, mm-hmm. and then people like are so angry at his movies now, and they're terrible. They yeah. all suck. But like nobody's like, hey, he's just he's just making a lot of money. People are just like, why does he need more money? Well, I think that because those um, uh, Hangover movies weren't like, I mean, they were and they weren't, but they weren't Zach Galifianakis' vehicles. It wasn't starring Zach Galifianakis, where Adam Sandler movies are Adam Sandler movies. And I also think that Adam Sandler's making the same, like people our age loved his movies when they first came out. They yeah. were the funniest things. But it's not only that as our generation has grown older that we're growing out of those movies, it's that he's repeating that formula and it's just obvious that he doesn't I don't, like it. I don't know that that's true. I don't think you've seen an Adam Sandler movie mm. lately. I don't think that's the case. I think he's broadening his horizons in like bad ways. <laughs> but uh, I just know this this Pixels movie. Everybody said like he just seems tired. He seems like like he's phoning it in like you couldn't believe. And even just looking at the stills from the reviews, you can tell like he's you can tell from a still. Boy, this guy does not want to be there. Well, if that's what you want to see, sure. Yeah. But also. Zach Galifianakis, I'm sure very publicly or as publicly as he could, mm-hmm. did not want to be in The Hangover 3, and yeah. I'm sure that comes across, but we're just like, yeah, he's just he's just showing up for the paycheck. Good for you, man. Just sleep your way through that movie. But now we're like, Adam Sandler just slipwalked through pixels, and yeah, that was a bad but, movie. But he's done it for should... like 20 movies in a row now, so... Yeah. If you can do that... If Zach Galifianakis keeps doing it, sure. If, like, if he... Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like, it was one series that he was very yeah. obviously like contractually obligated. Oh yeah, no, okay. and I and I think the goodwill will go away if he jumps on like yeah, another. But he won't. He's too. He's smart mm-hmm. and got good taste. I, uh, unlike some people, <laughs> I am bullish on Galifianakis. All right. Well, glad to hear it. Do you love books? but find that you never have the time to read them? Well, Audible.com has the perfect solution. Get audiobooks and listen to those books you've been meaning to read while on the go. At the gym, during your commute, Audible.com provides over 180,000 audio programs from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. That's quite a laundry list. Yeah, there's more, Tom. Their app is free, and it works on iPhones, iPad, Android, and Windows Phone. Tom, you have a Windows Phone, No, right? I, have a, I have an iPhone. You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. Uh, your Zune, maybe, Tom? Maybe. I'll have to try it. 
And unlike a streaming or rental service, with Audible, you own your books. So you can access your books anytime and anywhere, right from your smartphone. Smartphone. <laughs> yeah, it's a houseplant that uh, has become... Sentient? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Audible.com also has the great listen guarantee. If you decide you don't like the book you chose, no worries. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. That is crazy. Yeah. Tom? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We're both uh, listening to books right now. Yeah. Well, not not right now. That would be rude. Oh, I'm doing it like a newscaster <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> as we're doing the show. Oh, that's I have weird. One ear butt in. It's like uh, I've, it takes immense that's concentration. Where you're getting all the information. It's like uh, what 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 book are you listening to? I am listening to uh, the hit book so that I can talk at the water cooler with everybody else. Uh, uh, the girl on the train. Oh, which is actually. Uh, uh, I I got a recommendation from uh, somebody else that the audiobook was very good because of the uh, the performances from the actors. There are multiple actors in this because uh, multiple viewpoints, and uh, it's great so far. Really good. Tom, I'm listening to the coloring book by Colin Quinn. Uh, they have coloring books in audio. No, well, form. I'll be honest with you. This is not an actual coloring book. Oh, okay. But he's, you know, when a comedian reads a book, mm-hmm. and I mean writes a book, yeah, and you you read that book, and you're just like you're just doing it. Oh the yeah, voice you're hearing your it in, in their voice. It's yeah. so much better to just have them read it to you. Yeah, yeah. So lay back and relax. Yeah. So uh, uh, just for our listeners, Tom, uh-huh. Audible.com is offering a free audio book of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash everything today to start your free trial today. Again, show your support for the complete guide to everything and get a free audiobook and 30-day trial. Uh, can I ask you a question, Tim? Yeah. Can you get any book with that? Tom, any book on all of audible.com. Can you get... My book, Meta, by Tom Reynolds. I don't think so. Um, You can go get the free audio book and a a 30-day trial at audiblepodcast.com slash everything. And if you're going to try Audible and you like the show, uh, really go through that, audiblepodcast.com slash everything, because it helps support our show, too. It shows them, hey. uh, These guys mean business. Yeah, these guys uh, put, put boots in the suits. You know what I mean? That's not the thing. All right. Tom, when I met Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. he... You didn't go over the rest of the list. Oh, okay, yeah. It, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Brian Wilson. Wilson. Uh, Larry David. Uh-huh. David Byrne. Uh-huh. Who do you think... Who would you most like to have an actual... Con- who would? Who do you think would be, like, your friend out of them? Um, like if if somebody had if you I were mean told, it would be I was there with David Byrne and he seemed very nice and uh, extremely nice and and personable. But if it was Tom once a week, it's mm-hmm. like your mom setting you up on a play date or something. <laughs> with David once a week, Byrne or Bill Clinton Wednesday afternoons yeah. after school, David Byrne's gonna come over for two hours. <laughs> That'd be so weird. Yeah, you just gotta shoot the shit. You can play video games. She'll make you some sandwiches. So we get to do whatever I want though. I mean, no. Or can David Byrne come over and be like, I brought some records. We're going to listen to records. Yeah, it's it's the same Which way. Which wouldn't be bad. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. But. And guess what, Tom? Every other week, 
It's at uh, David Burns' house, and David Burns' mom makes you sandwiches. Because <laughs> I feel like Bill Clinton would be on the phone the whole time. And yeah. I think David Byrne would give me, he'd be like, no, let's just hang out. Let's just, let's just get to know each other. Brian Wilson would sit in the corner and <laughs> stare at the wall. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. That was my experience meeting him. <laughs> um, and Larry David. Uh, he'd be annoyed. I was supposed to meet Larry David in college. Really? He's, uh, he's one of the University of Maryland's most famous alumni, Tim, alumnus. Well, what happened? He canceled because he's Larry David. Yeah, exactly. I was in Los Angeles on a f- that for some reason we had a college field trip to Los Angeles, and field trip. Yeah, <laughs> the hell, college. <laughs> it was very weird. Well, that was when um, uh, I also uh, I met Carmen Electra that <laughs> that week instead of Larry David, the poor man's Larry David, Carmen Electra. Uh, uh, she was hosting a WB variety show that never made it to air. Ooh, glamorous. Yeah. And you went to this as part of college? <laughs> yeah, as part of college. Jesus. Um, we, we threw our money. I <laughs> threw my parents' money away. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. No, we, went to, we all went to like a nice uh, lunch. I forget who I actually wound up having lunch with. Um, I mean, probably somebody like actually super powerful and successful. But the whole time I was just like, supposed to be Larry David. And there were only like a few of us that knew. Like they said, like, oh, yeah, he co-created Seinfeld. People were like, yeah, whatever. But I was like, no, that's a guy George is based on. Like, yeah. oh, my God, we're going to get to have lunch with him? You didn't show up. Yeah, of course not. And that's why we would be, if you had a play date with him every week, you'd be like, can't believe I have to yeah. be here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, when I saw, when I met him, it was the perfect Larry day. I was at a... Uh, a uh, inauguration party time. I've never told this story on the podcast. Uh, I don't think I? you have. For uh, Barack Obama. When he Barack Hussein Obama. Yeah. Uh, the current president of the United socialist States. Socialist-in-chief. <laughs> uh, I was in D.C. when he was inaugurated the first time in 2009. And... Uh, uh, I was at the BET party, the Black Entertainment Television party. Of course, because yeah. you know what what BET party is complete without Tim on the guest exactly. list. Exactly, and the other thing is, and this is not like it was. This is just an observation. Mm-hmm. I uh, and the, the the person I was with mm-hmm. were literally the only two white people in yeah, the room. Yeah, it was a Black Entertainment Television party, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Colin Powell was there. I yeah, got very he's, drunk. He's not white. I screamed at him about the Iraq war for a second. Yeah. Um, and then I see Larry David. Mm-hmm. And Larry David must have been there in some sort of Curb Your Enthusiasm style. Cause, like, he, <laughs> he got dropped off at the wrong party or something. Yeah, I feel like he had to go and, like, he had to walk across the whole party. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like, I imagined, like, apologize to somebody about yeah. something. <laughs> Um, and I was like, that's Larry David, right? So I, I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, uh, I just wanted to tell you, uh, and I'm really drunk at this point. Uh-huh. That's a, I'm, a, I'm a really big fan. Like, And I think I was drunk enough to be like, no, like, I get <laughs> Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, it. I get it more than the normal person. Like, like, I was God, trying to, God, like, I wish I had a book here to prove it to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish I had known you'd be here. I'd uh, bring my VHS copies of uh, your from Fridays, the short-lived <laughs> ABC television yeah. show you're on. Just to prove to you yeah. how much of a creep I am. And 
he had like in ret at the time I was a little disappointed, mm-hmm. but in retro in retrospect, this is like the perfect Larry David. He went, eh, and he just thought about it. He went, I was like, okay, oh, I get a picture with yeah. you. He went, eh, I don't think so, <laughs> and then just like wandered yeah, away. And then it, it went, bump, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. burn. <laughs> um, and then uh, he came back because <laughs> yeah. I think he apologized. It was like. I'm getting out of here. I don't like being at parties. Yeah. Um, and I accosted him. I was like, and he, uh, I have my favorite picture ever taken of me. It was your old uh, Twitter profile. Yeah, it was me People used to always ask me. Take the picture. Take the picture. As he's looking over his shoulder very angrily. Um, I'm not, what do you think is going to, what do I think is going to happen when I talk to a person I respect? What do you think is going to yeah, happen? Yeah, like, why do I think it would be anything other than somebody being like, yeah, thanks. Well, sometimes people are like, oh, wow, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, those are basically the two. Yeah. You know. Bill Clinton was the best guy I ever met because, number one, I was mm. working at, like, a uh, this outs me as, like, a, a real political guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, like a political operative. Yeah, but I don't do that stuff. Uh, I I don't, <laughs> I don't <laughs> anymore. Well, yeah. What I what I mean to say is, I've come to the realization that voting doesn't matter, getting involved doesn't matter. Oh. Everybody, stay home. You you've come around to the uh, uh, Russell Brand uh, sure uh, school of <laughs> thought. Exactly, Russell Brand. Now there's a firecracker, huh? <sighs> Idiot. Anyway. Uh, Bill Clinton told me he liked my beard mm-hmm. because he knows how to charm people. <laughs> and also, when I told him I didn't like Fleetwood Mac, yeah. he said, I think you're starting in the wrong place. You should buy the record Tusk, mm-hmm. and you should start with the song Ledge. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he was right. Yeah, He got me into he can, Fleetwood Mac. He can Mac. read people, Tim. Yeah. So uh, that was the best thing. But here's the thing. I don't think he'll remember me. I th- oh, Bill Clinton remembers you. He remembers everybody's name. He remembers me. Probably. He probably just knows your <laughs> name. <laughs> He's a big listener. Yeah. Long-time listener. Uh, well, that's uh, 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 George W. Bush is like that, apparently, right? He's got like an encyclopedic. It, that's why he doesn't have room for any other kind of thinking. It's just all filled with like everybody's name and face and nickname he gives Yeah, them. I think you need that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, because... You can't have a president that walks into a room going like, Ugh, um, Tony? <laughs> like, no, I mean, no, you no. can. He could still be a good president, yeah. but you can't, like, charm people enough to put up with your bullshit, like, when you're, like, climbing the ladder for 15 years beforehand. Yeah. yeah. I'll so keep that in mind for my inevitable run. I'm the worst with me. I'd be the worst politician. Half the time, I have to ask you what your name is when you come here. Yeah, it's Tim. For the last fucking Tim. time, it's Tim. All right. T-Y-M? Yes, T-Y-M. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any celebrities that you'd like to meet? Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> what would you, like, what's your ideal, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger realistic encounter? Um, <sighs> hmm, realistic? How realistic is realistic? Not just like, oh, we go jet skiing together and blah. That's not realistic? I no, mean, like something d- like... That could feasibly happen. Like, how would you want it? Like, let's say All right, so you you are, it's uh-huh. not an event where he has to, like, shake everybody's hand. Right. So, like, and you're not interrupting. It's like a situation where, like, the predator's real now. Sure. 
everyone's scared. Mm-hmm. But Arnold can see in my eyes that I'm I've got what it takes. You guys embrace, or you do that <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, we do the really cool handshake. Yeah, our biceps glisten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, "Here, take this gun. We're going to hunt the predator together. If it bleeds, we can kill it." And then we we go and do it. But then he's also a Terminator too. Of course. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I'd like to just like. Uh, I think actually the the ultimate and it's cliche is uh you know have a beer with somebody that you that you oh, like. Oh, because you need alcohol to have a good time. Yeah, Tim, I told you I need alcohol to have a good time, even if it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He probably he'd have like a big stein. He'd be like, I drink out of this. He'd drink out of a skull. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to just uh just hang out, maybe watch a movie. What movie? One of Arnold's movies, yeah. of course. If I got live commentary from him, like yeah, during <laughs> this pod, to no, he <laughs> just explains what's on the screen. Yeah, I know that's yeah. great. I could close my eyes, picture it in my uh, mind's theater, the theater of the imagination. Arnold next to me, describing it, whispering <laughs> it into your ear. Yeah, in this part, uh, uh, they don't know I'm a Terminator, but I'm a Terminator, and I've come to kill them all. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. There aren't really that many celebrities that I that I want to meet. I you guess you know who I'm sick of. You know who I, you <laughs> know who better hope that he doesn't encounter me, otherwise he's gonna get a, a mean evil eye. What? Bill Murray. Enough. <laughs> oh, Bill Murray showed up at my kid's little league game. He was the umpire. That's <laughs> <laughs> stop. Stop doing it. It's not like it's, oh, it's he viral was, marketing, Tim. Yeah, he was the fry cook at the diner the uh, other day. Like, okay, great, Bill Murray. Go home. Spend time with your kids. Relax. Yeah. You're not looking too good either. I can't. The pendulum's about to swing the other way on Bill Murray. I'm getting in early. <laughs> You're selling your Bill Murray stock. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Ben Affleck in person now that he's Batman. I've seen Jennifer Gardner walking around. Where? Soho? Uh, I think it was like East Village. I think that's where they live. I don't know. It, it took like three days of waiting outside before I saw her, but <laughs> pretty sure it was her. All right. I think we did some good things here. Nah, probably not. Maybe. I want to talk. We'll talk off air in the uh, in the magicians, uh, the, the aspiring magicians uh, 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 cone of silence about these tricks, Tim. Okay. I have some. I want to. I want to put some ideas past you about how they did some of these tricks. Okay. Um, you can't reveal them. I I would never reveal them, Tom. I'm look. Wait, even if you get close, which you won't get close, because I know how they do a lot of these tricks. <laughs> I won't tell you. I'll be like, maybe Tim, you should have told them. Uh, listen, I know how you do a lot of these tricks. That would have really impressed them. Look, I was smart enough not to tell them that this oh, time, brother. <laughs> Uh, if you like the show, you can go to tcgt.com to find out more. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me at Tom Reynolds. You follow me at your pal, Tim. Uh, and you can email us to complete guide, everything at gmail.com. You can support us on Patreon as some people are watching this live. Hello, live. everybody. Yep. Tim's saying hi to him right now. Uh, and you can find out more information about stuff like that at tcgt.com slash pledge. 
And you can uh, do your Amazon shopping to support us, too, through tcgt.com slash Amazon. Yeah. All right. There was one trick. All right. Now you're talking about tricks? Yeah. Do you want to talk about Yeah. All right. all right. But spoiler alert for anybody who's, uh, you know. Look, not looking to see how uh, tricks are done. Go. Well, no, no, no. You. What? What was one of that that you had? Um, the cow that they made disappear. Was that not a real cow? It was not a real okay, cow. Okay, cool. <laughs> right. So they just disassembled it and put it under the thing. Right? Yeah, it was robotic or s- uh, yeah something. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm glad we <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> All right. See you next week. <laughs>